Welcome to another episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm your resident asshole, Ian Cusick. Joined by my good friend, as always, that damn New Yorker, Bryce Olds. As I take offense to being called a damn New Yorker, man. That's, nope, that's you're that I'm damn right. New Yorker. It's official now. Anywho, <laughs> how are you doing tonight, Bryce? I'm doing great. I've been waiting to get into this episode. Yeah, since this is, I've been very about excited it. about this. So All let's right. go. So, we're... Are we reviewing week one first? Yes, we're going to review week one first. So we had an interesting thing happen. Uh, our records, I think, are the same. Yes. Uh, right now, uh, as I look at our records, we were both 8, 6, and 1 for the first week of Pick'ems. Um, just going through how the week one went. Um, so obviously we don't include the Thursday night game, so Falcons-Eagles doesn't count. Uh, as of recording this right now, we're recording uh, during the Thursday night game with the Ravens and Bengals. Bengals are up 14 to nothing right now. We don't do those for pick'em, so... Yes, we do not pick Thursday night games. Correct. All right, so first game on the chopping block. Uh, we're going to start with uh, one of the big-name games that shouldn't really have been a big-name game. Steelers-Browns. That's, that was embarrassing. This, this proves, even though Connor did have a good game... James Connor did have a very good game. This proves they need Bell. Yes. They don't lose that um, game with Bell. They don't lose that game if Le'Veon Well, they don't, they don't tie that game with Bell, we should say. They, Bell doesn't fumble. Bell would not have fumbled right there. So I, it's pretty clear uh, the Steelers need Bell. Yes. Especially how Big Ben played. Yeah, okay, Big Ben did not Brown, have a good game. That Browns defense is going to be good in the future, but right now it's still developing. And he still played like garbage. Yes. So that's I mean, Denzel a huge Ward had a red hell play. of a game. Yeah, and he was covering AB too. Yeah, he had two picks for that game. Granted, Big Ben threw some ducks. So like, yeah, you know, Big Ben, Big Ben did not play good. My six-month-old little sister could have picked those off, but you know. <laughs> Anywho, mm, yeah, so yeah. A twenty-one to twenty-one tie. Uh, the Browns break Ugly. the losing streak with a tie. It doesn't I'm act. Trying. I don't think it actually counts as like finishing a losing streak. That's actually. You know what, I'm gonna... Or does it? I think it might, I because think it... it's not a loss. Tying... It's not a loss, but it's not a win either. But I guess if you're the Browns... Hey, when you're a the Browns, you gotta take a everything. A tie is a win. A tie <laughs> is a win. Uh... Irod actually did alright, which is, uh... Pretty good. Considering, you know, that just shows they don't have to rush Baker in like they've done for all their other... Yeah, Baker had a teams. decent game. Baker, I don't or, remember. Or Tyrod had a decent game. Yeah, I don't think Baker took. No, snaps. Baker. Baker didn't have any. That's that's my mistake. Um, so right. yeah, uh, Browns put up a great fight against the Steelers, which I think means very good things in the future. All of the kicking, but that kicking the was kicking. brutal. Obviously, obviously, uh, where it was bad out, but it, it was very bad won. weather conditions. I still think Boswell should have made that field goal. Obviously, T.J. Watt blocked that it, field goal, so I don't know it, how that would have gone. It happens. Out. Things just happen. It does happen. It's kind of funny. It's I was literally watching that game with my roommate after the Patriots game was done, and I literally said, as Boswell lined up for, like, the 43-yarder, how funny would it be if he just shanked this one? Shanked. And, like, 13 seconds later, shanks it. Yeah, man, that's, it was ugly. It was it, an ugly game. It was game. an ugly game. But, you know, props to the Browns for... Sort of breaking Hanging the in streak. There. I mean, they hung in there. Technically, I saw I saw this really good analogy where like um I forgot who said it, but it's like uh breaking your losing streak with a tie is like losing your virginity to a prostitute. Technically, oh it, it counts, but it 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 really doesn't. It's tainted. 
Exactly. I can't believe we just spent three and a half minutes talking about the Browns, but let's move on. Man. Probably the longest three and a half minutes we'll talk about the Browns. Yeah. Okay, so next game. Patriots-Texans. Patriots. I got wrong. I got this one wrong. You did get this one wrong. Um, although, I'll be honest, this wasn't the best game for the Patriots. I feel like they should have had this one a lot better. I, Brady, Texans, Brady was good. He didn't have his Texans best game. Like shit. The Texans definitely started the Texans off slow. They got rusty. it together towards Watson the end. Watson looked rusty. Um, it just wasn't a good game. Yeah, no. It, for the Texans. They still only lost by seven. Yeah, they, they definitely made the comeback, and they definitely could have in the end. Oh, good lord. Did A.J. Green just catch a third? A.J. Green just caught his third touchdown of the game. Shout out my fantasy team. Uh, <laughs> shout out one of the, my loyal... I'm playing a listener that listens every week, so shout out Jace. Uh, shout out Jace. Good luck. Good luck, man. <laughs> May the odds ever be in your favor. Nah, they're not anymore. <laughs> no, this is... I think he's Did got he like really? I think he's got three he catches three. for three touchdowns. Was that his? Bro, that was his Randy third Moss. touchdown, and it's that's two some minutes Randy into the Moss second quarter. Stats. Do we have three catches, forty-three yards, three touchdowns? That's wow. wild. That's why he's in my top five. Dude's an animal. <laughs> yeah, imagine if he had a real quarterback thrown to him, like you said. Yeah, right. All right. So, anyways, right, back to Patriots game. Texans. Uh, Tom Brady had a really good game. He did have an interception, but it was off a tipped ball by a defensive lineman, yeah, so there's really nothing. Not a lot of, let's be honest, not a lot of interceptions that Tom Brady throws are really his fault. Right. And it's just, that's just how it is. Yeah, he, it But was even just, if it isn't his fault, no one's going to bring it up. Like, no one, no one on the sideline is going to have the guts to yell at a pissed off Tom Brady at this point and just beat the shit out of you. <laughs> Pretty much, he has nothing left to lose at that point, so. Exactly. So, yeah, Brady has a, a pretty good game. I won't say he had a bad game, because obviously 270 yards and three scores is not a bad game by any no, means. By any means, is that, that is not bad. Especially uh, Ron, against a good defense. Ron had a great game. He had that great touchdown catch with the in the double coverage. He also had a, he also had a phantom catch, but we won't speak on that one. I mean, they, they should have reviewed it, but uh, Brady was smart and went to the line, so they couldn't review it. So Clever bastard, man. It's not cheating, because there's nothing illegal. Oh, it. yeah, you're right, because that is completely illegal and it smart. Is, it is. So it's not. All Let's right. Go with it. Yeah. So next game on the agenda: Bengals 34, Colts 23. And we both got this one wrong. And we both we got both this one Colts. wrong. People were sleeping on the Bengals. I guess people are sleeping on the Bengals still because they're about to be two and zero. They are, barring, barring a massive defensive collapse. Uh, it won't happen. Flacco was the quarterback. It's not going to happen. Hey, maybe, so, maybe, maybe Lamar Jackson comes in and leads this team to greatness. I, I'm going to doubt it. I, I doubt honestly. it, too. But I'd be reluctant to put Lamar Jackson in against the Bengals because they are disgustingly dirty. So That is that is a good point. I, I would be very reluctant to put him in. That's but, an excellent point. Um, yeah, we both got this one wrong. Uh, it was kind of just a boring ass game, though. I mean, till the end with the with the pickup fumble for touchdown. I mean, it's just this basic game. Yeah, I mean, Andrew Luck's coming back game. Uh, he didn't have the worst game in the world. Uh, no, he, he did throw a pick. No, he didn't. Or did he have one pick or two? I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember, man. It's irrelevant. It is irrelevant. But, uh, you know, welcome back, Andrew Luck. Let's yeah, pray let's that you can last that. half a season without... I doubt it. That line's going to get him killed again. It is. He's. I mean, he's in the same division as J.J. Watt and... Yeah, he has to play J.J. Watt, Clowney, twice defense. And he has to play the Jaguars twice a year. So yeah, he gets dead. a big He'll face be, of Calais Campbell and Yannick Ngakwe. 
Yeah, but at least his right tackle isn't Flowers. Yeah, we'll get to that. All right, All right. next game. Dolphins 27, Titans 20. We both got this one wrong, too. Yes. This was the weirdest game in NFL history. Yes, this was the longest game in NFL history, right? In terms it was of, like, the weirdest. There was two lightning delays. There was, right at the beginning and then, like... In the third, like midway third. or toward the end of the third. One, The first one happened right before halftime. Okay. And it was, like, three or four hours long. And then they played, and they had like a three-minute halftime, got back out there for like half of the third quarter, and they got delayed again for another couple hours. Yeah, this this game was, uh, it was definitely ugly. interesting. It was, I'm pretty it, sure this one finished like towards the end of the 4.30 games, and it, it was a one No, no, it was like, I think it was just wrapping up like right around when the Sunday night football game started, actually. Was it? Oh, my God. Yeah, it was that late. Like, it was bad. Yeah, no, that that's and the really Texans. Or I'm sorry, the um the Titans look bad too. We'll yeah, Marcus that. Mariota did not ha- did not look good today, and uh, no, that's scary because he's he my backup not. quarterback in fantasy. He's also mine in in our league. <laughs> Separate leagues. We're talking here. I think I'm talking about yeah. my men's rugby one. All right. Um, next game. What was next the next game? One? Next game. We're talking the Viking 49ers. We both um, got this one right. We both did get this one right. Uh, Jimmy G did not look Close. good. No, but it, it's hard to look good against the. Uh, I mean, that's a ferocious defense. So the Vikings, yeah, it's difficult to look good. It's, so uh, I, I will give him a pass <laughs> for that game. Yeah, I'll give yeah, him a pass that, for that. Because... I, I'm not gonna let you live down that hot take though. And oh no, I, I still stand by it. I still the think two the forty nine ers are the two teams team. involved. Uh, just played, so I'm not. Like this I, I, stand, man I stand said by what I said. That that the these 49ers two teams are, are making the playoffs teams. over the Vikings. I, I stand by what. I, did I not say the Vikings are a wild card team? No. Shit, I don't even remember my own hot takes. No. Whatever, you know what? You like, said you're the Vikings right, are missing the playoffs. I probably got CTE, but that's irrelevant. <laughs> so, you know what? I, I, I still stand by what I said. I still think that that's going to happen this week one. Okay. Here is the, here is the craziest cool. thing that I've ever seen Ryan. Fitzpatrick. Yeah, this was insane. Ryan Fitzpatrick destroyed the Saints, which I did not think was going to happen. At uh, all. I, thought I thought this was, was going to be, be the opposite. I'm pretty sure if we go back last week, I said that the Saints were going to win this game by like 20 plus. Um, yeah, I think I think we both kind of said that. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick must be a listener absolute, because you know you know what it looks like though. This looks like the Saints from like forever. Up until last year, this looks like the Drew Brees has to put this team on his back. Saints. I like mean, Drew Brees didn't even have a bad game either. He had uh, no Drew Brees went 430 off. yards, they three put up touchdowns, 40 points. Yeah, and lost. His defense just did not you do know him how any hard favors. it is to put up 40 points and then lose. It's it's wild. Eight. That's insane. That's shout out Scorigami though. That was a Scorigami. Yes. Shout out. Okay, so um, if there's anything else you want to talk about that. Nope, I guess not. Nah, uh, nah, we'll, just, we'll talk about it later, I guess. Jacksonville 20, your New York football Giants yeah, well, 15. Yeah, we both got this right. Um, yeah, that, that, that should have been a gimme. I mean, it was close, and it will, I'm yeah, going to talk I, about the Giants a little later. So, I, it was, they didn't look bad. It yeah. was not. It was kind of a boring game, but I was gonna. I was expecting that anyway. I mean, Saquon had that one really nice run, but other than that, yes, he, was really, he, did. he really had a quiet night. He kind of did. He didn't do a lot after or before that big run. I think he was averaging like two yards a carry yards. before he got that big run, and then he ended the night. Yeah, that big run definitely made half. his game look way better. On it paper. definitely did. But you know, yeah. props to him. He rushed for over 100 yards in his rookie hey, debut. He had 100 plus yards against 
a debatably best defense in the league. So I am thrilled. Yeah. Um, I just think that this game was kind of set up for doom when it's Calais Campbell going up against yeah. Eric Flowers. What a joke. It's kind of Eric funny because I'm pretty sure like Pro Football Focus has uh, Flowers rated like a third or no, he was already like a 66 or something. And Campbell's above a 90, so like there's yeah. like a 25 to 30 point gap right there, which is just we, a recipe for disaster. Can we fast track the rest of these picks because I want to get into the top Right, picks. right, okay. So, okay, uh, Ravens 47, Bills 3. Yeah, we got that one right. Uh, I didn't think it'd be that big of a game, but yeah, Bills suck, I guess. So. <laughs> uh, Josh Allen season is about to start. Yeah, mm-hmm, against the Chargers. That went well last year. <laughs> Remember the rookie quarterback they brought in in his first start last year to play oh, the Chargers? Yeah, the parallels are lining up here. Yeah, scary mm-hmm. hours. For scary hours. All right, Chiefs 38, Chargers 28. I believe you had the Chiefs in this one. I had the Chargers. No, I think we both got this wrong. I oh, think we, we both did get the, this one. We both got wrong? I think we said Chargers. Uh, you both might be right. I don't did. actually have the uh, last I mean, week's picks up, which I probably should have done. Um. Did you remove all of them? I did. I, I put in this week. I put in my week my picks for this week on it. All right. Well, I think we both got that wrong. I think that might have been one I'm that we both got wrong. Pretty sure we both got that one wrong. All right. I think I still have those picks actually in my notes. I don't. Yeah, but I'm. Th- I think we both got it wrong. I know. I, I at least got this one wrong. So I, I said Chargers. I'm all right. Pretty so sure. we both did so get this one. Wrong. I think I we both got that wrong. Okay. Uh, Super Bowl 48 rematch, Broncos-Seahawks, Broncos 27, Seahawks 24. I got this right, and you got this wrong. Correct. Um, I grossly overrated the Seahawks the, I, team. I knew that Seattle couldn't hold Denver. Um, it's just evident. Yeah, it, uh, I like to think that Russell Wilson could have game. at least carried I this mean, game. I mean, other than the two picks, but... He, I don't know, he literally does not have any help on that team. No, he doesn't. Which is and just, they're not going to give him. He's, he's either going to retire with one ring or he's leaving. It's the only yeah. options. All right, next game. Redskins 24, Cardinals 8. Uh, AP got this right. had, a pretty, had actually a pretty good comeback game for, for yes, AP. Yes, AP did do good, but our Cardinals defense is questionable. So Very questionable. I am. I don't know if I'm sold, sold, but he did do good. I wouldn't say I'm sold yet, but... Boring game though. Yeah, I don't know really, why that's a really boring one. game. Why was that a four twenty five game? I don't know. They're they're just ah, the four twenty five games were not good this week. The Panthers Cowboys though. Panthers sixteen Cowboys almost the scoregami. Good lord! Top passer Dak Prescott with yeah. one hundred and seventy yards. We both got that right, by the way. We yeah. both said Panthers. Okay, uh, the Sunday night game: Packers twenty four, Bears twenty three. Bryce, I believe you got something you wanted to say about this game. Um, Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. Bad man. He backs up every single game. He goes out there and backs up that he is the best quarterback in the league. Without a doubt. Did it again. He did it again on one leg. That that was an impressive comeback. Especially because you saw, his, halfti- you saw his halftime uh, interview, or his postgame interview, 
That man was on so many painkillers. He was yeah. doped out of his mind. And doped he made out comeback. of his mind, one leg, no problem. Let me just lead a comeback real quick. <laughs> let me just lead a twenty-point comeback against one of the most. Yeah, let me just let defenses. me just casually let me casually just forget uh, they have Khalil Mack now and uh, dominate. Khalil Mack looked really good in this game, though, and I think he's going to fit in, in in Chicago nicely. Oh yeah, Chicago's going to be terrifying. What defense? Wouldn't Khalil Mack fit in well with? I mean, yeah. Let's be honest. Okay, so um, I mean, it was the Bears had this game in their hands. Literally, I mean, Kyle Fuller literally had it in his hands, like literally, like he dropped the game-winning pick. But it's yeah. at the end of the day, it's Aaron Rodgers doing what Aaron Rodgers does and Aaron Rodgers pulling out bed, ones out of his man. ass. And our Monday night picks. Monday night picks. Um, wow. we're gonna wrap them together. <laughs> uh, we got the Lions wrong and we got the rams right but i want to talk about the lions let's, let's just skip the rams rams yeah rams. that everyone everyone saw that game coming there's really not much to talk um about. i just gotta ask what what's gonna happen now i mean that was embarrassing that was in <laughs> at home you get a pick six on the first play and then you let yourself do that you know like this has questions. This I thought this game was going to be pretty good when um, it was seventeen to ten at half, but yeah. by the end of the third quarter, it's forty-eight yeah, to Sam seventeen. Sam took over, which is impressive. But and he wasn't even the leading question. passer. Matthew Stafford had more passing yards than him. Yeah, like, but he also threw like four picks. Yeah, he, he did throw a three, ton of picks. Three or four. This makes me question Patricia a little bit. Mm, yeah, um, that, that very... does bring him into uh, questionable. Um, I don't know. He he. Obviously, that was a disaster. That and was, this next week is huge for them. So yeah, uh, that was very much not a good game from any sort. I can't really think of any good points of this game. Kenny Galladay had a good game for Detroit, but that was yeah. literally it. Like this, that was not a good start to this season. In a season where the NFC North is going to be really, really good. Uh, score update: The Ravens just put one in, and Tucker made the extra point. So it is now twenty-one to seven, Bengals. Twenty-one to seven. Now find a way to stop AJ Green. No, no, thank you. I, I think he. <laughs> I think he should keep getting fed. And honestly, speaking. do you think he should go for the NFL touchdown record, though? Yes, I think you he think, should. You think he should go just for the because I have him on fantasy. Mm. All right. Speaking of next week and this All week, right. our picks. Let's start with Carolina and Atlanta. Who are you taking? I am going to take Carolina because I'm not really sold on Atlanta. I'm taking the Falcons. Um, I I know they didn't look good against the Eagles, but it's hard to look good against the Eagles. I think they're going to figure their shit out against Carolina, and they're going to pull out a very close win. All right, that's, that's fair. It. That's fair. Uh, Vegas right now has Atlanta favored by six, so uh, I'm taking the upset. Pretty, that's a pretty big. That's a pretty line. big line for a team that yeah. did not look like it was all together. They didn't even. I, they barely scored six points in the first game, so I, that's I don't know, man. Mm, that's gonna be rough. All right, um, next game, next game, we got Colts Redskins. We got oh my god, Washington favored by six points at home. Yeah, I'm taking Washington. Absolutely. Why is this actually, a no, game? No, I'm going to take the Colts, actually. I feel like... Oh, you're so dumb. No, the Colts are not winning this game. I, I like to think that Andrew Luck's going to have a bite, have a big comeback game, and 
I mean, obviously Washington's defense no. is going to be rough, but I wanna I wanna believe in Andrew Luck. You can believe in Andrew Luck all you want, buddy, but the Redskins are winning this game. <laughs> We'll All see. right, that's such a stupid game. What is with the Redskins' schedule? They start with the Cardinals, and I play the Colts. It's weird. All right, All right. so next game. We got Chargers, Bills. Or, I was going to Titans. So, okay, Chargers, Bills. Um, uh, the Chargers by 50. <laughs> that's uh, that's a low ball, I guess. Yeah. I mean, they're favored by 7.5, but it should be like 27.5. Yeah, it should be 27.5. I mean, Jesus. The Bills are going to get crushed. Yeah, that's going to be ugly. Yeah, uh, the Bills Ooh, in favor of the Chargers there. Obviously, yeah. Okay, next game. Uh, Vikings Packers. Green Bay favored by one. I'm taking Minnesota. All right. Um, the their defense is better than the Bears, and I just don't see Aaron Rodgers pulling off some magic in this game. He is Aaron Rodgers, but I just I can't see the yeah, Packers. Yeah, he he is one. Aaron Rodgers, but at the same time, I don't think he's practiced. He has limits. He's been hurt. He has limits. He he's he's still feeling the effects of last game because like yeah, he's not all the painkillers in the world isn't going to make him like you know the Aaron Rodgers we've known and loved for the past yeah. decade. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a I think it's gonna be a good game. I feel like the the Vikings are gonna win by more than one point. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So next, next game, Texans Titans. Houston favored by two and a half on the road. I'm taking the Texans. The Titans, they lost Delaney Walker. They lost a very crucial O lineman. Mariota doesn't look good. He didn't look good against who they play. They played Miami. Yeah, he didn't look good against Miami. He's not going to look good against Houston. So I'm going to take the Texans in this one. I agree. All right, next game, Brown Saints. New Make sure you tune into this one. This is this nine. is the most. This, I cannot even believe the NFL bless us with such a game so early in the season. Uh, the Saints by fifty. <laughs> who made? Who put the schedule together? I Why mean, are the Saints playing the Browns? <laughs> I mean, just because the uh, the AFC North and the oh, NFC whatever. South play each other this year. So, Listen, I mean, the, the Saints are winning, okay? And if you're like, oh, no, man, the Browns just tied the Steelers, the Saints are 30 times better than the Steelers, okay? I mean, I agree. The Saints are winning. Yeah, I agree. The Saints do win this. I'm not going to say by, like, 50 or something <laughs> like that. If they lose, I'm getting abused. But... Oh, yeah, no. I, I mean, <laughs> we, we rightfully will get abused, especially you, because oh, you just man. said they're going to win by 50. I'm going to say, like, like the, the Saints are going to win by, like, maybe 10 or something, because, like, I feel like that That's this Browns low. team... The line, the official line is nine. The official line so. is nine, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that that uh, they lose by ten, only because you know you do see signs of life from this Browns team. It's not like last season where they literally just got ran over yeah, every single but game. Yeah, it's still. And you gotta remember, this Browns team, like they still did a good job covering up Antonio Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, but now they gotta play Kamara and Thomas. I mean, that I mean. If they can cover AB, they can cover Thomas just fine. Kamara's yeah, obviously going to be an issue. Now they got now they have a for sure rush attack though. This isn't James Conner. This is Kamara. That's fair. So. That is fair. Okay, so I think that the Browns put up a fight, but in the end, Saints win by double digits. Doesn't matter if it's close. There's a winner and a loser, or a tie sometime. In the Browns' case, the tie is welcome. Uh, okay, so Dolphins Jets Jets favored by two and a half. Um, 
What are you thinking, Bryce? Taking the Jets. Uh, they they looked impressive against Detroit, and Miami's way worse than Detroit, I think. So I'm going to take the Jets. That's a, that's a fair assumption. Um, I take the Jets as well. Um, mainly because I really liked what I saw at the Jets. Um, I thought Sam Darnold was going to be like kind of just mediocre. And, you know, he started off not ideal. But at the same time, afterwards, he pulled it together, and he looked really good. So... Yes, he did. I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty fair to say that the Jets are going to win at home. I think that's that's pretty safe. All right, next game: Chiefs at Steelers. Pittsburgh favored by four and a half. Taking the Chiefs. Um, really? The, yes, the Steelers did not look good against Cleveland. No sign of Bell yet. The Chiefs look good against the Chargers, and uh, Mahomes is going to torch that defense. I'm taking the Chiefs. All right, all right. I got the Steelers. Obviously, this is kind of a gamble because they just lost, or they just tied to the Browns, which is essentially a loss. That's a loss. Yeah, that's a loss. <laughs> um, so I feel like they're going to bounce back this week. Um, the Chiefs, it's it's always like, you know, hit or miss with them. Their defense isn't incredible. I mean, they got Eric Berry, but, like, who, who else can you really think of on that defense? It's like a huge threat. They don't have Marcus Peters anymore. All I know is they looked really good against the Chargers. They did, they did. And I'm Especially not going to discredit that because, you know, the, the Chargers are defense, a really good team. Listen, the Steelers' defense is weak, and that Chiefs' offense looked good against a very good defense. So, I'm gonna. Just, I'm just going to say that I think I'm Big on the ben, Chiefs train for this one. I think Big Ben bounces back from that shit show he had last week. I don't think he, he comes will. back, Honestly. has a good game, and the Steelers squeak it out by like three points. Well, that's, that's your take, man. It is. You're entitled. All right, the last one o'clock game: Eagles at Tampa Bay. Philly favored this, by three and a half. This is just a joke. Philly's gonna win. Don't give me the Fitz magic. No, shitty I, I was. I I have the Eagles winning this one because Eagles are winning this one. Man. Although it would be really really cool to see Ryan Fitzpatrick go off to again see the and Eagles finally turn into a quarterback. I would love to see that, but it's not gonna happen. I. You know me, I love watching the Eagles get embarrassed. Absolutely. So I, would, I, would I love that. I love watching the Eagles get embarrassed before they beat us in the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, <laughs> doesn't happen that way sometimes, man. Yeah, yeah, I know. Don't remind me. <laughs> you can't get a lucky play at every Super Bowl, right? I mean, we can. No, no, you didn't get one last time, so I guess you're done for every yeah, I, single I guess the time. Patriots dynasty is over. We no, I, that's that's a little that's a little hot of a take. But. I, I was obviously being sarcastic. I don't. I, I still think that they're going to contend for a couple more years, at least. All right. Well, All right, so now we got the Rams and Cardinals. Rams Cardinals. And, uh, uh, Rams favored the, by thirteen. If you're not um, taking the Rams, uh, good luck. I'm going to uh, take the, the Rams, Rams and I'm going to take the over on this one. Cause yeah, it might be an over, actually. The, the over-under is 45. Um, they might put up 45 the themselves. Except Rosen. The only thing good on the Cardinals is Josh Rosen. And we don't even know so. if that's true yet. Well, you're right. All right. Lions, 49ers. This is a huge game for Detroit, but I think they come up short and lose to the 49ers. I agree. Um, I think the 49ers are going to bounce back after that loss to the Vikings, and I think they're going to beat Detroit. I think you're. I think you're right. I think that's just how it goes. Simple as that. 
I mean, San Francisco, they at least showed, like, some competency in that game. Detroit just looked flat. Yeah. After that pick six, it was just flat. Broncos, Raiders. All right, so Denver's favored by six and a half. I'm going to take the Raiders with the upset. I'm not sold on the Broncos yet. Yawn, I'm taking the Broncos. Listen, man. If they can hold Russell Wilson, they can hold Derek Carr. All right. I mean, I feel like there's a little more life to the Raiders' offense than the Seahawks' offense. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I mean, they've got an offensive line, for one. They've got Kinda. multiple wide receivers. Debatable. Uh, Amari really Cooper, Jordan Nelson, like, Martavis Bryant's coming back. Jordy N- yeah, okay, the corpse of Jordy Nelson's really going to... Let's not forget that Jared Cook's also leading the NFL in receiving yards right now. Or he's, like, second. Listen, man. Yeah, after one week. I mean... Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Technically, it's true. Come on, Skip. <laughs> All right. Anywho. Jacksonville. This should have been the Monday night. This this should or have been a prime time game. Jacksonville, sure. New England. I already know who you're taking, you stupid homer. I mean, I'm, taking I'm, I'm taking the, the Patriots Jags. regardless. You're taking I'm the taking Jags. I'm taking the Jags. Oh. I got it wrong last week, but I trust in... I trust in this Jags thing, especially if Fournette plays. If Fournette plays, I believe Fournette yeah. is questionable right now. I can actually he'll, check he'll that. I, got him I think he'll play. Teams. After last year in the playoffs, I think he'll play. I certainly think so. I'm taking the Jags. Jaguars are just. I, in this I made this point. I made this point last week, but it didn't work out. That Houston wanted Deshaun Watson wanted revenge. The entire. Jacksonville Jaguars want revenge. I think they're winning this game. I think I think they're gonna take it. It's it's definitely gonna be a good game to watch. This should be like game of the week for anyone. That's oh, like absolutely! This should have been the Sunday night or Monday night. This definitely should have been a primetime game and not a fourth. Monday game. night isn't bad, and the Sunday night's also just a classic. But this game needed a primetime slot. I right. I think that this should this. There were just so many Patriots games this season that should be primetime games. I feel like it would get saturated with the Patriots. Sunday Night Football on NBC. Giants-Dallas. Always a classic matchup. So, Dallas is favored by three. I'm going to give your New York Football Giants this one. I'm taking the New York Giants as well. Listen, the only reason we lost to the Jags is because their defense is top-tier elite. This Cowboys defense is doo-doo. Okay, they suck. Their offense, outside of Zeke, snoozer. Dak Prescott is nothing more than Alex Smith. That's disrespectful to Alex we Smith. We are winning this game by a lot. I won't say by a Odell, lot, but I'm saying it's going to be at least a touchdown. Odell and Barkley, 200 apiece. 200 apiece. Nah, not, Odell not getting 200, but Barkley might actually get Yeah, 200. Dallas does not have a great run defense. I, listen, if, if Barkley can get 100 plus on the Jags... He could get two hundred on the on the. Oh, I almost said Broncos, the Cowboys. So Saquon for two hundred. I'm going Odell for one fifty. Odell for one fifty. Saquon for two hundred. Wild. That is it really that wild? I'm not going right, well, to say it's like Jalen Ramsey but... couldn't really hold Odell. Who the hell's going to hold Odell on the Cowboys? Well, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying Odell for 150 is wild. I feel like that's pretty reasonable. I'm saying you saying Saquon's going to go for 200s a little while. He he might. 
He might. I mean, he guess we'll set the see Sunday night football. Monday night, Seattle, Chicago. Who you taking? Give me them Bears. The Bears are winning this one. I agree with you. That defense is way too good for Seattle. Khalil Mack might get six sacks. I mean, it's especially if they play Roquan. Roquan and Mack might get twelve sacks combined. I mean, twelve sacks combined. That's, it might happen. That I mean, with Seattle's sucks. offensive line. I mean, that's reasonable. It's a little honestly. bold, but I wouldn't rule it out of the possibilities, which is a little terrifying. Yeah, I mean, listen. We got a score update on uh, Cincinnati, Baltimore. I'm trying to figure out who that is. Number 83, I think that's Josh Boyd. Josh Boyd from like eight yards out just scored 28-7 Cincinnati Damn. with three trying minutes to take left to go in the first his, half. Trying to take his boy, A.J. Green's record away. But that's it for our picks. We that's have made our picks. picks. So you want to review the picks? Yes. So Panthers-Falcons. I'm taking the Panthers. Bryce is taking the Falcons. Colts, Redskins, I'm taking the Colts. Bryce is taking the Redskins. Texans, Titans, we're both going Texans. Eagles, Buccaneers, we're both going Eagles. Chiefs, Steelers, I'm going with the Steelers. Bryce is going the Chiefs. Dolphins, Jets, we're both going with the Jets. Chargers, Bills, we're both going with the Chargers. Vikings, Packers, we're both going with the Vikings. Browns, Saints, we're going with the Saints. Lions, 49ers, we're both going with the Niners. Cardinals, Rams, we're both going with the Rams by a landslide. Raiders, Broncos, I'm going with the Raiders. Bryce has the Broncos. Patriots, Jaguars. I've got the Patriots. Bryce has the Jags. Giants, Cowboys. We're going with the Giants. And Seahawks, Bears. We're going with the Bears. So uh, right. a lot more uh, variation in our picks this week. A lot week. more diversity this yeah, week. Yes. Yeah. So there's going to be uh, probably a different Somebody, standing. Somebody's going to be in the lead after this week for sure. I mean, let me just check how many different games we have as uh, toss-ups between us. Four or five? How many is it? I think we have five. That's a lot. That so. is a lot. So, I mean, actually, yeah, we're so pretty, definitely we're pretty much somebody, somebody, unless there's another yeah, tie. Unless there's a tie, somebody's going to have the lead after this. It game. has to be a tie with one of those five games, which... Yeah, which is rare. Knock on wood. All right, so for the first time in this show's young history, we're not talking baseball. Sad. Very um, sad. It's just too boring right now. I know the Yankees and A's are close and all, but let's be real, it doesn't change anything. Um, for the first time, and this kind of pains me a little bit, but we're talking college football. Yeah, we're so, talking uh, some pretty big games. There are some pretty big games this week, and some of them are going to be really, really interesting. So, Bryce, why don't you, you, uh, you introduce our first game? Okay, we are going to open with USC Texas Part 3 of this absolutely insane trilogy. Um, yeah. USC obviously has looked, I don't know, a little iffy, I would say. Um, they haven't looked like anything that Sam Darnold was producing at USC. They kind of look like a shallow version of themselves right now. I know they're ranked, and I know Texas isn't. Yep, uh, USC is but... number 22, and Texas is unranked. Although Texas is the three-and-a-half-point favorite at home, so... I think, realistically, because Texas is home, they're going to use that to their advantage. I think they take part three. 
Um, it's obviously going to be a very good game, but the Sand Arnold less uh, Trojans, they're not really that good. I know they're 22nd, but they're, they're just kind of, you know, they're not that great. Yeah, but, I mean, like, number 22, I mean, obviously out of the top 25, you're... You well, know, if they lose, they're out. Yeah, oh, for sure, absolutely. And Texas probably might get a 12-25 spot if they, they win. They might. That might. This might be a battle for number 22 because Texas might slide up to 22 if they beat USC. They could very well do that, and I could very much see that happening. Um, so I, it's kind of interesting how college football is. Like, Technically, it's not an upset, but at the same time, you would think that an unranked the team ranked beating a ranked team, team, yeah, the unranked would, team be, would beat the ranked team. That would be an upset, but no, actually... It would be an upset if the ranked team beats the unranked team. It's weird when the line favors the unranked team. Yeah, right? no, that's it's very interesting. It kind of throws you off a little bit. Uh, but I just don't think the Trojans can beat. I know Texas, everybody jokes every year, Texas is bad. Like It's just, it's honestly pretty funny. But um, I think they're going to beat USC. I know what happened with Maryland, yeah, but Maryland's not actually that bad. They're pretty you know, rough rider team. Kind of like Texas. Texas is kind of like them too. So I'm, I'm taking Texas, even though that, that normally would be a hot take, but you know, I mean, Vegas it's both a hot take me. and not hot, not a hot take at the same time. Vegas backs me on that. So it does. I'm going to take, I, I'm going to take Texas in this one too, because I, uh, Obviously, I don't watch a ton of college football, but what I've seen out of Texas and what I've seen out of USC, I'm thinking that Texas has the edge here, especially at home. Disclaimer, we're not doing a pick for NCAA football. Yeah, uh, that's just, just too much of a mess. We don't know um, what how far we're going to take this uh, college football. We don't know um, what our segments are going to be. Uh, during the MLB offseason, we're probably going to talk a lot about college sports. Yeah. We're but uh, for right now, we don't really know uh, where the plan is going. So for now, we're just picking college these three college football games. So no no pickums. Just takes. Yes. All right. So next game, Ohio State TCU. Ohio State favored by twelve. Very. And a half. That's an insane line. Yeah. For what this game could be a lot closer than twelve and a half. This game's gonna be closer than twelve and a half. I'm, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm that's, surprised. That's two that's top that's fifteen big. teams. I'm surprised it's that big of a line. I mean, but it I'm is taking, Ohio State, so like. I'm taking Ohio State. I'm taking Ohio State as well. Um, but that's that seems really big, because TCU is not bad at all. No, not at all. They what are they? What are they ranked? Uh, I forget. I can't uh, remember TCU? what they're ranked off the top of my TCU head. TCU yeah. is number fifteen, and Ohio State's number four. Yeah, I mean fifteen. <laughs> yeah, I understand, man. Fifteen isn't bad at all. I'm surprised. Twelve and a half is the line for this. Yeah, I feel like this game is going to be a lot closer than what it's giving. What Vegas is giving it. Because I mean, Ohio State. Obviously, Ohio State is Ohio State. They're always good. But um, TCU, you can't sleep on TCU, man. They've kind of been like a quietly good. They've always been a quietly top twenty-five ranked team for quite a while now. Yeah, right? I mean, TCU has been one of like, the coolest teams. they got a really beautiful stadium. They've got awesome jerseys, and they always play really good football. But no one ever really thinks of them when they're thinking of really good college football teams. TCU yeah, so can many put up fights with a lot of really good teams. There's so many programs in Texas that people can forget about TCU sometimes. 
Right. All right, so for our last game, we've got number 12, LSU, at number 7, Auburn. What do you um, think? Of? I'm, I'm going to take Auburn, actually. I'm going with Auburn. Um, They are ranked higher. LSU did embarrass Miami. LSU did yes. embarrass Miami, and that was a lot of fun to watch. Um... But I just feel like Auburn has their number. I feel like Auburn is going to win this game. I really want to pick the upset here. Because Auburn's favored by 10.5. I really want to say that LSU can win this game. I mean, then go but for it. Why not? I think you're right that Auburn's going to win this game. My gut's telling I mean, me... My heart's telling me LSU should get this upset. But my gut's telling me, no, it's Auburn. Auburn's going to hold the 10.5. Point favorite. I don't know about ten and a half. No, that's that's, that's what that's what Vegas has right now. So I know, but like ten and a half is a little big too. These lines are weird. Are college football lines always like this? Because I don't really um, check those. Yeah, the, the the college football lines are wonky. Actually, I'm gonna I was gonna ask you afterwards what you think is the largest line because like I've just been going through all the games right now on ESPN, and I think I found what the biggest line for this week is. So I was gonna ask you what you thought that was gonna be after we were done making our picks. All right. So, is there anything else you want to say about uh, LSU Auburn? Um, it's it's gonna be a good game. I think, I think this is gonna be a good game. It's a three thirty game on CBS, so like, I feel like this I game's know. a lot better than some of the uh, later games. I mean, you got Louisiana Mississippi State on ESPN two at seven thirty. I feel like, well, I mean, it's on ESPN two, so like, I don't even think I get ESPN two here. I I don't think a lot of people do. So maybe that makes sense. They didn't even put the WNBA finals on ESPN. Yeah, wasn't that on ESPN News? Yeah, it was on ESPN News. I've never even heard of them putting college games on ESPN News. No, or they games don't. in general on ESPN News. They put News. like D2 games on ESPN News. That's a little sad. It, it's actually a little more than a little sad. It's very sad. I mean, we can talk about this later if you we want. Can. But the WNBA is super disrespected. And I mean. What I'm going to say is, when your product isn't that great, this is what happens, okay? When you don't really make strides to improve the quality of play, you're going to not get viewership. That's just how it is. Yeah, that's, like, a, that's could, exactly it. And uh, I wasn't sure if you were going to plan on what you were going to plan on talking during Final Thoughts, but I always thought this would be kind of a cool uh, thing to talk about during Final Thoughts. Uh, why the WNBA and the, NFL, or the uh, NBA don't uh they don't have nearly the same in terms of like pay ratings anything like that and i was gonna say uh the nba just brings in way way more money like the nba brings in six billion dollars a year the WNBA brings in 55 million a year like that's i mean like, we can we can kind of talk about it now because this segment's going to be pretty short yeah so right, I mean, if you want to fill if you want to fill some time we could we could talk about WNBA a little bit yeah sure um, here's the thing about, like, they've just, I, they've always complained, the players in the WNBA have always complained about, well, they're making so much more money than us. Well, here's the problem. The NBA can afford to pay, like, LeBron James all this money, and they, like, teams can do this. The WNBA teams, the whole league as a whole doesn't have the amount of money LeBron has in this contract. So it's like, how do you expect to make all this money? Like, where is it going to come from? You yeah, know? exactly. And like, it's like, 
when it comes to viewership, my thing with that is, is like, yes, okay, they are right in the sense of it doesn't get publicized enough. I agree with that. But even if it did get publicized enough, I just don't think people would watch. No, people would not watch at all because it's just not great basketball. I mean, there's like three people in the WNBA that can dunk. And like one of them's like six foot six, Brittany Grimer or something. That's her name, Griner. It's Griner, I believe. Yeah, so Brittany Griner is six six, and she's like one of three women in the WNBA that can dunk. Meanwhile, like anyone that's larger than Isaiah Thomas can dunk in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, you see more than three dunks in a game in the NBA. Yeah, exactly. I mean, dunking's commonplace in the NBA. It's really... Like, they, they literally have a contest before, about it. Like Before Brittany Griner, there was, like, a very small amount of dunks in WNBA history. So Yeah. I I don't know. Um, it really doesn't get publicized. They are correct in that sense. But the money part, I mean, I don't know where the money would come from to pay them. Because the viewership isn't there. The sponsorship's not... A, at NBA level there. Uh, ESPN would rather run, like, a hot dog eating contest and put them on... You see, like, it's it's funny, because, like, people would say that as, like, just, like, trying to roast the WNBA, but it's literally true, like... That is true. The hot dog eating contest with, like, Joey Chestnut brought in better ratings than the WNBA finals. I don't know what they... I'm not an expert on this stuff, so I don't know what the solution is. I don't know. I, I don't know if there's a realistic solution to get people more interested. I, I in just this. don't know how people are going to. How the WNBA can market their product and sell it to people. Because I, I just. I don't know. I don't know the answer. I wish maybe some people. I don't watch the WNBA a lot, but I do understand that it is professional ball. Yes, of course. It, it is a a league. It is a professional league. Yes, it is. So I feel like they. I mean, they obviously don't get fair treatment in the media, and they should. But the payment, I just don't know where that money would come from. It, it, I, really I mean, like I said earlier, the WNBA brings in fifty-five million dollars a season. That that barely brought Bron. Steph to LA. Curry makes in $34.7 million a season himself. You know, if you take him and LeBron, who are the two highest-paid players in the NBA, they already make more per season, just from the w- just from the NBA, than the entire WNBA as an entity makes. And then of I, that $55 million, uh, they can only afford to pay, like, 20% of that to their players because of all the other, the other uh, expenses. So, you know, when you have... $11 million to divide between 12 teams, you can't afford to be making these huge contracts. It's just not realistic. It It's just... I wish it would be equal. I don't know if we'll ever see the WNBA equal to the NBA. I don't think um, it will realistically. It's... From a business standpoint, never. Because it's just the NBA is literally it's just a global entity at this point, and WNBA players they literally, some of them literally in the off season of the WNBA 
go play in China or some other country. Yeah, exactly. They have to do that just to make more money because they don't make enough here. Yeah, but that's at the end of the day, good. they can't. The leagues can't afford to pay their players any more than what they're already making. I I know I understand. I mean, I'm pretty sure most of the NBA teams are already losing money as is. So like, I don't know what they can do. I don't know if there's this. anything because it is a problem. It's like I I just don't know what they can do as a league because it has to like if they want change, they're gonna have to up their product somehow. I mean, I don't know when their collective bargaining agreement expires, but if they can. I would assume that there's going to be some sort of... Uh... I, I'm honestly afraid that the league is close to collapse. I don't know if that's true, but I kind of feel like the way the ratings are and the way the money is going in that league, I don't know if it's going to be around much longer. That's extremely it's held up. It's, it's been around, actually, pretty solid amount of time. It's been, um, it's been about 25 years, I think. That's not bad. No, definitely. But they haven't really done much in 25 years to, like, change their game, though. I've said this before, and I don't know... Well, I don't think they'll do it anytime soon. Uh, I don't think they'll ever do it. But I would consider maybe lowering the hoop. Honestly, I would I would look into it. I, I understand Brittany Griner would literally be unstoppable. If they lowered the hoop, that that's probably true. I mean, what what would you propose that they lower the hoop to? Like, I don't know, but I mean, listen, dunks are huge when it comes to M and in NBA games and their entertainment. People love a good alley oop and a good dunk. Oh yeah, def for sure, for some sure. People have some people have made their careers off being good dunkers. Yeah, exactly. So, but at I the don't same know. time, at the same time. Would the effect would like the joy of watching a really cool slam dunk kind of go away if they if you knew that they were doing it on like nine foot hoops? Because like I'm a big guy, but I can still dunk on eight and a half. So why um, should why would like why should like the WNBA athletes? They were be getting that they sort will of treatment? always be listen. No matter I just think because the media is so biased. I think there is a lot of media bias towards the WNBA. So I don't think I just don't know what they can do to like steer that. You know, because, like, everybody just wants to be like, who we've been playing basketball, it's hilarious. Nah, I mean, listen, you gotta understand, these are professional athletes. So it's like, I don't know what the WNBA can do to improve their ratings and get more people watching. I really don't know. But I wish somebody would figure it out, because they do deserve ratings. I know I don't really watch them. I but feel like I I feel like I'd at least give him more of a chance if the game's I give him a chance. I, I I think I would give him a chance if they could figure out a way to make the games more entertaining. Because I'm gonna be honest, the product is not really that good. No, the product isn't good, and that's part of the reason why it's not popular. But if you can figure out a way to make the product any good, it'll I, probably start probably, getting traction. All right, I think we're just spoiled with the NBA because Which I know the NBA is really the Warriors Invitational. And all, but um, it's still some of these games are super entertaining to watch. Yeah, there's still teams that are like worth watching. You know, you got like the Celtics yeah, are up and coming. The Celtics, Warriors are always winning. You got the LeBron Raptors and the are interesting. I mean, there's a lot of interesting places you can go with the W or not the WNBA, the NBA. But like the thing with that is like the NBA makes it very heavily set. 
in their schedule, so they like promote super like good rivalry games. So the WNBA, I think, if they want to increase the ratings, they should make like they should make publicly known rivalry. Obviously, that's not just going to work right away, but they should let rivalries because that's what makes sports interesting. Like when there's a good rivalry, people don't watch. Yeah, I think so. So it's like if they can get a rivalry going between a couple teams and maybe they already do, but they got to, they got to like super pound on those teams and market them. If it's a good rivalry. Cause I really, I don't know a lot about the WNBA. Yeah, I really don't. Like, I just know that the WNBA finals ended yesterday and I already forgot who won it. I, I think it's Seattle. I think it was a Seattle team, but at the end of the day, bring, like I still know nothing basketball. about it. Bring NBA back to Seattle, by Yes, please. Bring back the Supersonics. Bring the Supersonics back. Okay. I don't know. I'm not an expert on this. Yeah, series. obviously, I, I'm, I'm not an expert in terms of these things either, so I don't know. I just know I don't know, what, I don't know the marketing tricks to get people to watch this product. Right, right. So we are kind of spoiled by the quality of NBA play. Yeah, but so we, I mean, like, at the same we watch time, a good like, NBA game and we expect everything to be that good. You know? Mm hmm. Definitely. Speaking of the NBA, I think we can switch into our uh, next topic. Yeah, here. before one thing, I just wanted to get what your. I, I remember I mentioned I wanted to ask you what you thought the biggest line for college football was this week. Uh, if you just want to get like a, give like a number guess 35. Oh, you're actually really close. Uh, Michigan, number 19 Michigan is favored over Southern Methodist University by 36. Oh my god. That's a, that's a mess. 36. I'm sure my roommate Tom will be pretty happy to hear that. That uh, the University Yikes. of Michigan is favored by 36 this week. Pretty good. Pretty good, he says. Alright, so yeah, we can, we can, <laughs> a lot of damage indeed. Okay, so uh, yeah, we can probably transfer into the NBA now. So Bryce, Let's this was your idea. Though. This is a really cool it, idea. I really liked it, it so... It, somehow the NBA is still interesting to talk about, even though it's literally the Warriors Invitational. Um, there are three biggest storylines going into the season based on teams. Okay. So who do you? It's pretty much who do you expect the most out of for three teams? Well, or the biggest teams that have the, you know, the eyes on them. Okay, so my uh, there's an obvious big storyline here, and it's LeBron going to the Lakers. That's the obviously the Lakers are probably the biggest storyline in the league. But it's, I want to save them for a little later. We can definitely talk that a little later. Something I really want to see is I want to see how Gordon Hayward is with the Celtics. Obviously, a bit of a homer there, but at the same time, you saw what the Celtics did without him. It's it's yeah. I want to I want to see what he can do in that offense because he can provide he can bring in a lot to that offense he does pretty good on defense too and I feel like this team is going to be revitalized with him and it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see Kyrie and Hayward on the court for the really for the first time not that three or four minutes we saw um I think he was going to be uh, one of my players to watch so we'll talk about him a little later too but my number three team. Uh, that's under my uh, biggest view. There's three. Um, number three is the is the Raptors, not the Celtics, because I already expect the Celtics to be great. 
But I'm going to look at the Raptors. I'm going to expect a lot from the Raptors because their fans think Kawhi is the one. Uh, even though he publicly said he does not want to be in Toronto, I guess they're deaf and blind and didn't read and see that. They're pretending he didn't say that, I guess. But they think, you know, Kawhi is the one. So I, I'm, I want to see what they can do. Lowry, Kawhi, and the gang, I guess. I was gonna say DeRozan, but he's mm. you know he's gone. Yeah, he's a little gone. Uh, a little update on what just happened. In it. There was a scoring update for uh, Thursday night football. Uh, Baltimore just scored a touchdown. It was uh, who was it? Number eighty nine. Mark Andrews. Yeah, Mark Andrews. I'm actually kind of surprised. Are you watching the game too right now, or? No, I just have uh, the scores up a okay. little bit. Yeah, so Joe Flacco just threw a touchdown to Mark Andrews for a touchdown. All I care about is the extra points. Go, 20, go Tucker. 28-14. And uh, Tucker. Tucker did make the extra point, so it's 28-14. Blast up. Um, so back to the NBA. So Toronto my num- is... My number two team under the spotlight. Number two team under the spotlight. My number two is the Houston Rockets. All right, all right. Um... They added Carmelo Anthony. They lost Ariza. They got Capella back. Obviously, the big story there, and I, I really thought this was going to happen. I thought they were going to another uh, certain Banana Boat member to join the Rockets. And no, I don't mean Chris Bosh. I think I mean, uh, a lot of people have a feeling. LeBron James. Yeah. I felt like a I think I think LeBron was set on LA though. I really I really did think he'd go to Houston. I mean, think of that team with LeBron. That's an automatic ring. CP three at the one. He's the third best point guard in the league. James Harden at the two. He's the best shooting guard in the league. LeBron at the three. He's the best player in the league. I mean, PJ Tucker at the four. He's like he's a solid defender. Yeah, he's a serviceable player. You at least will get you'll get something out of Tucker. And one of the one of the last true good centers, and by true I mean he's not a stretch, Clint Capella. That's a pretty good starting five. I'm that's the best starting five basketball is what that is. By a long shot, too. Bench yes. would probably be a little weak. But, I mean, when you got bronze, CP3, and Harden, it doesn't matter. But this, the realistic part of this is they didn't get LeBron. They got Carmelo Anthony. I don't know. I'm going to talk about Carmelo a little later. but It depends on which mellow they're getting out of this. I think we're getting a new mellow, but we'll talk about that in a bit. My number one team that's under the spotlight... Is obviously Showtime, the LA Lakers. To the when you add absolutely no one, when you add LeBron to your team, you're gonna get the spotlight on it. Of course, it's, it's just um, Lonzo Ball and Rondo are the ones, so you can interchange them. The two is interesting. I don't know who they're gonna roll out at the two. Could be Josh Hart. They could go big and put Brandon Ingram at the two if they want. 
obviously the three or the four is going to be wrong. Yes, of what course. What they decide to do with Brandon Ingram is up to them. I don't know if I believe in Ingram yet, but we'll see. I mean, JaVel McGee is probably going to start, which is never, like, ideal. Um, but hey, I mean, JaVel, he can dunk, I guess, sometimes. Yeah. He's, he's, you know, he can play basketball. He can play basketball. It's a good thing that so, an NBA player can play basketball. Yeah, yeah, you know, you kind of want that of your NBA starting center. It's kind of hard for an NBA basketball. center to like keep his job if he can't play basketball. I mean, Jakeem Noah did start for the Knicks for a little while. That's that's like a, that's like the exception though, not the rule. No, if you're tanking, you don't play a good center, I guess. Which tanking isn't real, and I've explained this. Yeah, we we went over this last episode. Who are your top three teams to watch this year? Well, obviously the Lakers are going to be at one. That's just that's just how it is. Um, I think the Raptors are going to be an interesting team. You made a really really good point about that. Um, you know, everyone's talking about the Celtics and just how it's going to be the Celtics for the next decade. But you know, there's there's a lot there that, like, people aren't thinking about. And I don't... I still think the Celtics are, like, going to be the favorites for a while. But it's going to be... It's definitely going to be something very interesting for the rest of the East and as to who exactly... Who exactly is going to put up a fight for the Celtics? Because I feel like the Celtics aren't going to have a cakewalk through the East. I just think they're going to end up winning it. There's really only, like, two teams that can challenge Boston, I think. Yes, Assuming full health. One of them's them's my third pick. And, I mean, well, I guess the Raptors are the other one, and they're the number two. Uh, I'm going to see how the Sixers are. Because, like, you know, the Sixers lost in five in the second round. They're they're my number three. So the Raptors are my two. Sixers are going to be my three. Um, it's really just going to have to see how Markel Fultz bounces back from forgetting how to shoot a basketball, which, I mean... Yeah, that's, you know, was not ideal for Fultz. I mean, maybe, maybe, let's think about this for a minute. Think about players that are good. Like, let's look at Ben Simmons, let's look at Giannis, right? Correct, yes. They both literally, literally for Ben Simmons... But not so literally for Giannis, can't shoot threes. I mean, Ben Simmons literally can't. He did not attempt to win a three. And yes, he, he literally did not shoot a single three-point shot last year, which is... A uh, coward. Um, <laughs> so, with the addition of Fultz and his lack of shooting past three feet, um, do you think the league is shifting back to where it was before Curry took over? So you mean so by that you mean like a lot of more small ball not going for the threes. I mean more aggressive attacking the paint style basketball like okay. we saw way back when. Right. By um, way back when I mean early two thousands. <laughs> it's kinda of sad that that's way back when, but that is actually kinda of way back when at this point. It just it feels like three point shots have just been like uh We grew up watching very aggressive basketball, I would say. 
So, yes and no. I feel like I a lot more like... teams are starting to focus on the down low ball, and they're not trying to they're not trying to attack from the three point line anymore. It'll be a slow change. But I feel like at the same time, players like Steph Curry have changed the NBA for good, and I feel like it's not going to change for a while. I, think. I don't think for good is it. I think once the Warriors start falling off, the league is going to shift again. That's what I think. And the Warriors probably won't fall off for another two or three years, but maybe even longer. But I really feel like once they are done dominating like they are, I really think the league is going to switch back to that more you know, inside, taking the taking mids again, you know, taking dunks. I mean, trying to get more inside more instead of settling for the three. I feel like we're shifting back to that kind of ball. And Ben Simmons and Giannis and Fultz kind of make me believe that in a sense. Yeah, that definitely is a possibility. I do definitely see your points. Like, it's... The NBA is always changing, and, like, players come in, players come out, and, like, you know, new styles of play are always evolving. Well, I mean, think about it. We've been in the three era, like the three-ball era for, what, a good five, six years? Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't remember when Curry was drafted, but I remember he really started to electrify... Uh, well, he didn't, he didn't immediately change the NBA right from draft. Right. You know, it's funny, because, like, people are always really quick to call players busts no matter what sport it is right if curry yeah. was drafted last year he'd be a bust because he wasn't really taking off until 2013 which was a couple years after he got drafted yeah i believe he was drafted people, people would have thought what, curry what, what was, was a he bust. drafted in 09 i believe curry got drafted 09 09 or 2010 i think i think it was 09 the Warriors were not good. No, they nine weren't. years ago. They were bad. And now, very bad. Now everyone hates them because they're too good. See, okay, that I is mean, fair. Obviously, to hate the obviously, especially now because this season, this NBA season, was going to be one of the best ones in the last couple of years, and now it's not going to be one of the best ones because Boogie's a fucking warrior now. Yeah, that's. It was it's a bitch sad. move by Boogie. It would. It might have been Lakers Celtics in the finals if Boogie did. Lakers go. Celtics in the finals, where it's LeBron and Kyrie are the two headline players, would be just be so poetic. Oh my god, the poetic justice of LeBron beating the Celtics in the finals would just. Wait, hold I, on, hold. Do you think you think this Celt you think this Lakers team would beat this Celtics team in game of seven? It seven would be series? tough. It would be a task. It would be a very fun series to watch. I still think the Celtics would win because I feel like they're the better all around team. In terms of depth, hold up. Not necessarily. I think this team, in terms of depth, in terms of depth, I think the Celtics team just blows them out of the water. I mean, you could take the second, you could take the 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 first bench for the Celtics, and you'd still have a serviceable team. I don't know. I mean, because coming off the bench, you got Rondo, and you got Michael Rajon Rondo. Rajon Rondo was good last year in the playoffs. Very good. Fair, fair. Like, like that he dis they disposed of the Blazers. They did. The Blazers they did. are not, not wrong. Without Boogie too. So right. Rondo definitely can ball. Yeah, I'm not saying he can um, ball, but he's also you know 
really old. Like, Michael Beasley was, was actually a little underrated. I think people don't appreciate Michael Beasley, but watching him this year on the Knicks, he actually kind of balled. I don't know, man. I still think He's... I still think the Celtics win in seven. Or in a seven-game series, I still think. You the gotta think win. about this too. LeBron has been the Celtics' dad. Yeah, don't remind me. It's only been that way for the last Ye- decade. Years. So it's like, would, would LeBron really allow himself to lose to the Celtics with against a fully healthy team with like Kyrie and Hayward? I don't think I, he'd have much say uh, in the matter of whether or not he'd allow them to win. I feel like I they'd kind of be able to do it themselves. I feel like maybe you're right. Because I don't know how Lonzo and Kuzma would play in a playoff series like that. But, listen, man. Speaking of the Lakers, where the hell is LeVar? <laughs> yeah, I feel, like, I feel like it's been like a little, it's been a little too long since we've seen like LeVar, LeVar in the news for saying something. since we've heard LeVar like say anything, man. What has LeVar been up to? We need to get LeVar on the show. I'll, I'll, listen, I would... I would pay Lavar to come on the show. Oh, absolutely! I'd like I'd drop out of college um, to get Lavar on the show. <laughs> Not even lying. It, he hasn't, other than like the basketball league, and that hasn't really gotten like a shit ton of. Yeah, I wonder what the Junior Ballers Association's been up to. <sighs> but I, I don't know, man. He hasn't. He's been quiet. He has he's been kind quiet. Of I don't been, like it. He's just been just chilling. Maybe he's plotting. <laughs> you remember he was like his last like relevant thing that happened was you know around thanksgiving last year when the whole uh, the ball family versus trump happened oh yeah which is, that was which was they brought him on cnn that was still one of the most hilarious things i think have ever happened you see a lot of people LeVar like to say that ball. we live in a simulation but i think we literally are oh, in a simulation do. where the president and LeVar Ball. Are going at it. Think about this, though. Think about who the president is. President right now. Donald Trump we, is going. We at are it definitely in a simulation. Kanye a West. Simulation. Kanye West and Donald Trump is a duo. We are in a simulation. <laughs> oh man. Lavar Ball and Trump were beefing over social media. We are in a simulation. Okay, this is this is a simulation. This, this is, is a simulation, real. and they're playing with us by giving us the craziest storylines. Oh, Speaking of storylines, we're going to talk about a couple player storylines now. My number three storyline to watch for a player this year is Gordon Hayward. Are we going to have the Gordon, same top three? Because I feel like we're about to have the same top three. We, no, I doubt it. Because my number two is. Who's your number? All right. Well, all right, I feel like I feel like I know what you're going to say with your Let Hayward. Because Hayward is my three, and I know we already know who the one is. The one should be fairly obvious. My one isn't. Well, actually, uh, my mine's probably going to be a little different than yours. But hmm. Gordon okay. Hayward's obvious. Why not continue? Gordon Hayward is the obvious um, choice for one. He got hurt. For like, he only played five minutes last year. Yeah, that was not ideal. It was one of the worst. It it was a terrible injury, and I would, I don't think it was worse than PG's, but I wish nothing like that on no one. Oh, of course, yeah, no, that's just not good for anyone. Um, I feel like Gordon Hayward is going to eat this year. I certainly hope so. Kyrie is going to be the one. The two. Is up for grab. I. It's either. It's probably gonna be Brown. 
is going to be the two. But again, you got to think Brad Stevens does not play positional basketball. He just plays basketball. There's no positions to him. So Kyrie at the one, uh, Brown at the two, Hayward at the three, Tatum at the four, and Horford at the five. That's deadly. That is a really, really fun. Not there. No one I just named can't shoot a three. Brown struggles a little bit, but he can still shoot threes. Yeah, and Horford, even for a big man, Horford's got Horford, a pretty good Horford three. can. Horford's a stretch. He can shoot from out there. He can. So, I mean, and obviously Kyrie is Kyrie, one of yeah. the best offensive players in the land. Um, Brown is a better, one of the better defenders, I think. Hayward obviously is going to be a star. Tatum is a future superstar, and I truly believe that. Yeah, I feel like Tatum Tatum's going to have a really good year this year too. And Horford is just awesome. Horford's probably one of the better centers in the league right now. Yeah, he's definitely. I feel like he's definitely one of the more underrated centers in the NBA right now. Because like when you think of like really good centers, <sighs> you think guys like Boogie. You, I, I don't think I've ever heard anyone talk about Horford when it comes to like really good centers in the NBA. All right, so my number two uh, is a Laker, but it's not LeBron. Because I'm not even going to bother putting LeBron in this top three because it's pretty obvious. Everybody's going to be watching LeBron anyway. There's another player on the Lakers that really has to prove himself to me this year. Who is that, Bryce? His name's Brandon Ingram. Hmm. Um, he, he has been decent. He's been okay throughout his career so far um but he really i think now that he has lebron and one of two of the best passing point guards in the game i think in rondo and ball um kuzma i mean he has to be good this year if he's below average to mid this year i'd count him out his teammates are too good for him not to eat. Because a lot of the attention is going to be on LeBron. That opens up opportunities for Brandon Ingram. Yeah, if you're, Brandon you Ingram, make a good point. If Brandon Ingram doesn't eat this year, I don't know what to tell you. This is this has to be one of his best years. All right, Brandon Ingram at number two. Who's your number one, Bryce? <laughs> My number one is Carmelo Anthony. Let me explain why. Carmelo Anthony was a absolutely massive disappointment on the Thunder. He 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 did drag him down. He was terrible. He was he was a he was, bottom yeah. tier player on the Thunder. Mm -hmm, definitely. But let's be honest. That system doesn't really fit Carmelo Anthony, right? I mean, he's not used to not being the guy. And I think now he's obviously not going to be the number one guy in Houston, right? He's he's debatably number four. Mm -hmm. But I think now that he has had a season where he got forced to not be the one... I think he is going to accept that he's not the number one scoring option and he is going to eat with Chris Paul and James Harden. 
I feel like Melo's going to have a bounce back year. So if he doesn't, shame on him because this system, D'Antoni fits him. He's with, playing with one of his best friends who happens to be a top three-point guard. He's playing with a, the best shooting guard in the NBA and Clint Capella. What else, what else could you want? I mean, he's got to eat this year. He has to prove himself this year. Has to. He has to show the world that he can still ball. Because last year, people just clowned him the whole year, and rightfully so. He yeah, was terrible. It was, that was definitely warranted, and I mean, there were some pretty good memes about it, so I'm not going to say, like, oh, you were a little harsh on him, because he, he was a bona fide No, he was terrible. He was terrible last year. Yeah. And you know what? I think he's going to use that as motivation, turn it around in Houston, he's going to have a good year. I, I certainly I hope think. so, because Carmelo Anthony was one of those guys that I grew up watching, generational talent. He was legend. Now he's... Just kind of, he's, he's being clowned. Who's your top three, Ian? So, okay, my top three. I do have Hayward at three. I want to see what he does. We didn't really get enough to look at him. We didn't really get enough of a look at him. So, you know, it's going to be... I mean, my, I, I, I want to see Hayward succeed. Because, A, he's cost $30 million want, a year for the Celtics. Yeah. I don't want to see that be wasted yeah, that on a player that's always hurt. And two, it's just because Gordon Hayward, like... He was so good in Utah, and like, you know, when he comes to the Celtics and he wants to win a ring and make money at the same time, you have to think like, wow, okay, this guy really just wants it, so let's just see. And next thing you know, he breaks his ankles five minutes into his season, and yeah. I, I want to see him succeed. I'd want to see him succeed even if he was on this, the Cavs or anyone, anywhere else. I'd want to see a guy like that succeed. Everybody loves a comeback story. Absolutely. Uh, number, number two. Number two. For if the, we were doing the, a top five, actually, I would. Did I say? Did I say number five? You said number. Yeah, I think you said three, actually. But yeah, I was doing a top. Two. I was doing a top three. We uh, if there's another player, you can go for your number two, but I do want to bring him up after yeah. you're done. All right. Yeah. So my number two is going to be like the whole Kawhi situation. Like, is he going to stick? Kawhi. Is he, yeah. he going to work in Toronto? And then is he going to like stick around? Because like. I know he's not happy that he's in Toronto, but maybe he will come around to it. Maybe. Maybe, maybe Toronto will turn out to be uh, such I a good know, fit for him. I don't him. know if he'll like the snow, man. I mean... I don't know if he's ever even seen snow, actually. I mean, they like, get, like, a dusting in Texas. Although, granted, San Antonio's not exactly... I mean, he went to college in San Diego and played all of his career so far in Texas. So... I, don't I mean, think... I'm sure he's seen snow at some point. He's had to, he's had to have been up north. He's, he's seen snow before, I'm sure, but lived in it and had yeah, to, lived like, in it is another story. I doubt he's very dead. Like you and I know we're both from. We're both up north. Up so north, we, we yeah. know what snow is like, and it's not fun. Yeah, Kawhi's gonna get his first nor'easter, and it's uh, yeah, it's gonna kick his ass. In Toronto, it snows in Toronto. Oh yeah. So we'll see. We'll yeah, see. We'll see. Uh, that did affect. That has affected. That is a big. I'm sure thing there's some happens. sort of effect on it. Obviously, I'm that happened. Um, actually, interesting story with Marshawn Lynch. That happened with Marshawn Lynch. The man had literally never seen snow before before leaving Cal and joining. the Seriously, Bills. he lived in Oakland. Isn't that rather? Well, I guess that isn't he, too far. No, no, it's not. He did. He went to Cal. He went to college at Cal. He grew up in Oakland. He never saw snow. Huh. So he he made a comment one time. And he said, uh, up in Buffalo, they had this shit called sludge. (laughs) 
You didn't know what sludge was. I, some people might not. Sludge, sludge is a I mean, mix of mud, snow, and just nasty other things. You see, and this is actually my first time hearing this term sludge, and I'm like, we. Oh, I mean, I'm, I I'm a few hours south of Buffalo, of sludge. but um, I've I know what like like mud. slush is like just when it's like water and snow. <laughs> It's Water, like really mud, and snow. Yeah, it I've never disgusting. heard of this. I've never heard of this in my life. So, oh, like, this is where I live, it, it is pretty common. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I guess we've just never really had a word for it, because I know exactly what he's talking about, where it's like, you know, mud mixed with slush. But I've never heard of the term sludge, sludge. being used in that, that way before. And that's so actually that's kind of funny, because like, I can definitely see why they call it that. It's just nasty. Yeah. But who's your number one? I think I know who it is. Yeah, it's kind of an easy answer. It's LeBron. You know, it's it's hard for LeBron not to be the number one to look at. Look at and um, yeah, so it's hard for Kawhi. It's, too. it's really just a given at this point. I just feel like I feel like Kawhi and LeBron were just like too broad. So I went into other storylines. Yeah, but I see why you said. I mean, it's LeBron it's hard not to put Kawhi. those two because those were literally two of the biggest things to happen this off season. It's the two biggest things to look for this season. Yeah, right? they are the two biggest stories. Yes. Yeah, I mean, especially it, Kawhi. I think Kawhi might be a little bigger than LeBron just because of LeBron, or just because of Kawhi going out in public and saying, "I don't want to be in Toronto." Right. <laughs> Not ideal. Um, yeah, I feel like I feel like a lot of times athletes wouldn't do that. They'd probably want to keep that like in the back of their minds. Or just like, you know, out not of not say it out loud. I feel like you wouldn't, or at least, you know, don't say it in public. If you say it yeah, in private, don't say and it. Leaked, that's maybe, maybe like, be honest with your teammates about it in like the locker room in private, but say it to the public. That's, that's, that's uh, bad. That is bad. Oh boy. All I right. Mean, we got Justin Tucker from 55 yards out. Yes. Oh, that is a beaut. Did he, did what he nail a it? Kick. Yeah, no, he Did drilled he it. A 55 yard. 55 yard like it was nothing. Shout out Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker, easily the best kicker in the NFL. Oh, easy. Look at that. He but, cleared that thing easily. That would have been good from 65, probably. Um, One more player I did want to say uh, to watch out for is Isaiah Thomas. Um, I don't know if Isaiah Thomas is going to have a great year. I can't guarantee he will. But... After everything that happened last year with Cleveland, that absolute mess. Shout out Danny Ainge. Um, Shout out Danny Ainge. He is now on the Nuggets, who are a very good team. Will he start at the one? He probably will. I think they'll give him the start at the beginning, and if he doesn't play good, he'll get benched. But I feel like... He he wants to prove to the league that he still got it. Last year was embarrassing. This year, I think he, he wants to prove that he can ball without Brad Stevens. I really think Brad Stevens was kind of why IT was as good as people thought. That That's probably a safe thing to say. But I, I think IT wants to prove himself to the NBA and the fans of the NBA. So I would look out for Isaiah Thomas this season. Because he might ball, he might not. But you got to think, being a short guy in the NBA is tough as it is, and to play at his level uh, is incredible. Yeah. You know, Isaiah Thomas, he was just one of 
it, it sucked to see him go, and obviously Kyrie's an upgrade over him. But you know, it's it's uh, it's tough to see a guy like Isaiah Thomas go. Uh, that game two against the Wizards, where he put up fifty three points on what his sister's birthday was after she had passed away. Obviously, that's just one of those moments where, like, when you're when someone on your team does something like that, it's hard to forget about it, and it's just hard it's to like let one of those sort of things go. He lost his tooth in a playoff game and kept going. Yeah, he's a scrappy dude. Dude's, dude's tough. Yeah, and. I obviously wish nothing but the best for him. I wish nothing but the best for just about anyone that ever leaves a Boston team. I, I it's it's just the business, man. It it's is. Just it is. And is. you know, it, you, sometimes it things just happen like that. And I, I don't know if he's gonna do great in Denver, but I really hope he does. All right. Well, we're gonna move into the final uh, the final thing here. All right, Bryce. What do you got thinking for final thoughts tonight? Honestly. I don't have anything special. Um, I, I wanted to take this time uh, in light of iTunes accepting us and just yesterday Google Play, or two days ago, Google Play accepting us. I just kind of wanted to take this time uh, to say thank you to the listener because this is only our fifth episode. Um, we're still learning as a show, and we're still getting better. But I feel like already, um, just the show has had such a positive response. Like, I have literally not heard one negative thing about this show so far. Yeah, no, this is this has been absolutely incredible. We're five episodes in with this episode, and we've already got a really... You've already got a pretty solid fan base for where we're at. You know, we're at... I... Ooh, we hit 69 followers today. Awesome. That's nice. That's very nice. nice. Um... Being accepted to Google Play and being accepted to iTunes, that that's, that's the listeners. That's you guys. We didn't do... Like, without you guys, we wouldn't be on these services. Yeah, for sure. So... I know the show is, you know, about sports, but it's 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 deeper than that because sports is just deeper than just sports. It is. I mean, the sports community is like no other. It really is. No matter what sports you're a fan of, you know, soccer, lacrosse, whatever, whatever you're into, you are in the sports community. And that's a special community. The sports community is like nothing. That was very well said, Bryce. I I just honestly, I'm so glad that this show has been received in a positive way. Um, I am, listen, if I can take criticism, if there's criticisms about this show that you have, I will listen to it. And oh, for sure, is, me too. Definitely. If it is absolutely like if it's constructive, then I we will look into that. Yeah, definitely. Um, any suggestions, any sort of things like that, we'll definitely take that to heart and definitely think about it. Especially one thing for the uh, we don't we did get ideas, and thank you for your ideas for the pick'em losers and winners. But we're we still haven't really decided yet on what we're gonna do. So if if you the listener has any ideas for 
any other ideas? Because we've got some uh, very interesting ones. Yeah, yeah, so we've gotten three ideas so far. Do you want to uh, tell them? There, there's one that's okay, but do you want to tell them the other two? Yeah, so um, the three ideas we've gotten so far, uh, from my friend uh, John Levite, who uh, designed Shout the out, video. shout out, John because he made um he made, he made, he made all the gfx for everything so shout yeah, out to him so he shout, does, shout out to him he does a great job to that he, you guys can follow him on twitter at levite underscore that's l-e-v-i-t-e-e -E -E underscore he does great graphics and he's just super cool great friend of mine shout out to him a thousand times over yes thank um, you for making our graphic so the second suggestion comes from my friend Joshua and he says make Ian read a speech about how bad the Patriots are if he loses um, so I extended that further to uh, make Ian read a speech about how bad the Patriots are or have Bryce read a speech about how bad the Giants are which I think at the same time is even further because Bryce knows that the Giants currently aren't quite on the level that the Patriots um. are we we did kind of like that idea, but we haven't. We still haven't decided. We want something a little more, a little more punitive than that. Um, there was another uh, suggestion <laughs> by our that, by uh, uh, a future a possible future guest on the show, Eric Jensen, on, um, uh, uh, on one of his accounts, where it says that uh, Astat. <laughs> just Astat. <laughs> just Astat. Nothing of what the Astat no, is. No, nothing. Just get a no, no graphic idea. No anything just, just the words. and uh, to that i replied oh brother and uh did y'all hear something because <laughs> I, I i did not um that one we've uh, shot down yeah because um there frankly, was one more just that, not my thing there was one more that i ian wanted i can't believe you oh, wanted i didn't even mention what levite said this. Uh, i didn't all right i'm not i'm saying i'm not opposed to that as a penalty Oh, I am completely opposed but, to um, not doing it. Anyways, <laughs> Levite's suggestion, we, we shouted out Levite and everything, we didn't talk about his idea. Uh, down a bottle of hot sauce. Um, I am absolutely Bryce not is absolutely that. against it. And normally <laughs> no. I would be too, but as a punishment, I guess I'd be willing to do it. I, am, I can't I handle cannot. spicy shit for the life of me. Like, I, I That would ruin my insides. It would ruin my insides as well. So I, I am not going to do that. So but I mean, at, what would, I am willing to do is listen to more ideas. So please, if you have any ideas, send, even if they're wild, send them our way. Cause maybe, cause maybe your idea, we might not take your idea, but it might spark ideas. Yeah, I'm de so, I, I definitely want, I want some good ideas. And I know there's some follower out there that has just the golden idea. And yes, one of you out there one is gonna of have you, this. One of you has to be an intellectual. Yes. Um, but, Again, thank you, listeners, because without you guys, we wouldn't be on iTunes and we wouldn't be on Google Play. It's all you guys. We can put in as much work as we want, but if you don't listen, then we don't get the success that we've already had in such a short, I would say, short amount of time. So thank you. Yes, thank you so much. This is this was just a, an idea that came from, like, me and Bryce were just hanging in a Discord call one night, and we were just talking about how, like, I was preparing to go on my buddy's podcast, and he mentioned how cool of an idea it would be to start that up. A few weeks later, here we are, and we're we're doing this. So doing great! It's incredible how just like one little thing, just 
just turns into something that we're having a lot of fun with. This has just been a great thing that we're doing, and we just hope that it just gets better from here. It just keeps going, keeps going up from here. And we look to make each episode our best episode with this. So it's a mindset. It, it's just the mindset we have with this. And we want we want this to really take off and be our thing. And I mean I've always I've always said one of my my true belief to this is if you're having fun, the people will listen. And I, I we stick by that. Yes. So I think we could uh, wrap it. Yes, I think, I think we can good. wrap it up. So, again, thank you very much for listening. This is our fifth episode. It's crazy. This is we're already at episode five. Yeah, it just seems like a couple couple days ago we just finished up our first one, right? Yeah, it seems like a couple days ago we we're still figuring out how to host one of these on online. Right. And next thing you know, five weeks later, we're on iTunes, we're on Google Play, working on Spotify. Mm, that is true. Oh, Hopefully, did I, just, did I just release some uh, classified details. Uh, no, I mean, no, we can, we can. I, I, we can leave it. We can. Leave All right. Yes, yeah, so oh, we, leave it we are. I was gonna leave it. <laughs> we are working on Spotify. Yes. Yes. So you know, we're obviously just looking to keep growing. Um. Anyways, once again, thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you for some reason are listening to this but don't follow us on Twitter, follow us on Twitter at IWH Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at ENMQ6, spelled C-U-S-I-C-K. You can follow Bryce on Twitter at It's Briz, at I-T-S-B-R-I-Z-Z. Thank you for listening, and have a great day. See you.